Hello, and welcome to Reflections, five-minute encouraging biblical stories. The last episode's part of Psalm 72 told us that the Psalms of David were now ended. So, now we got to embark on a journey through the Psalms written by others. To be totally fair and honest, though, we may end up running into a few other Psalms that are also written by David. The Psalms are a collection of poems that were originally set to music and sung in worship to God and written by at least six different authors over the course of several centuries. A few pieces of information told to us by Bible study tools that I found very interesting shows us that 100 Psalms are identified as a prayer of Moses, the man of God. But of these, 73 named David as the writer. Though it is thought that David wrote about half of the Psalms, it is also known that Solomon, David's son, penned a few as well. Ethan, the Ezraite, and Human, the son of Mahal, each are also attributed to have written at least one Psalm. Asaph is also a mentioned writer who served in the tabernacle and was appointed by David as the chief musician. As we mentioned before, there were also a few Psalms written by Moses, though not all that say a prayer of Moses, the man of God, were written exactly by him. The sons of Korah also wrote several psalms, which, if you recall back to Numbers, Korah was the leader of an uprising against Moses and Aaron, his cousins, which got him and his followers consumed by fire and their tents swallowed by the earth. Apparently, though, Korah's sons were not involved in this, and their family continued serving in the house of God for around 900 years later. I'm not sure about you, but now I know at least a little bit more about the Psalms, and it has helped bring a certain perspective. So, now that we have that in mind, let's turn to Psalm 73 and see what we can learn. This is a Psalm of Asaph. Psalm 73:1. Truly God is good to Israel, even to such as are of a clean heart. But as for me, my feet were almost gone, my steps had well nigh slipped. I love the opening to the psalm, recognizing that truly God is good to us. It is often something I think we, or at least I, take for granted. I was recently sick with a cold, which you might still be able to tell through my voice, but through it all, one thing I wished I really had was the regular ability to breathe through my nose, something that I don't think twice about when I'm not sick. What things in our spiritual life is God giving to us daily and we're taking for granted like breathing. The psalmist here also clarified the statement to say that God is good to those with a clean heart. That requires a bit of self-reflection, at least for me. Is my heart clean? What about yours? I know I have my flaws, but hopefully I've asked forgiveness from those who were involved and brought it to the throne so that they are forgiven. It is our nature to sin, and has been since before we were created, as one of the Psalms told us in a previous episode. But we do not have to stay in that sin. Instead, like the Psalmist has demonstrated time and time again, we are to bring our sin before the throne and ask for Him to create a clean heart in us again, renewing a right spirit and one that is set with Him. When we sin, are we bringing it to God and asking Him to clean our heart? The psalmist then tells us that his feet were almost gone and his steps had very much slipped. Have you been in those places? I know I certainly have. But what is great to note here is that God does not want to hear us just when we are in the perfect paths and pastures. 
He also wants to hear from us when we are slipping, in need of help and a firm foundation. He wants to set us right again. Are we calling to him and asking for his help? Join me in the next episode to see what we can continue to learn from Psalm 73.